Welcome to the Skillstack Podcast, a podcast with one aim in mind, to bring you the best ideas, tactics, and information to help you grow your confidence, your value, and your bank balance with every epic. Here is your host, author, public speaker, and world record holder, Ray McLennan. Hi everyone and welcome to the Skillstack podcast and my name is Ray McLennan, I'm the creator of theskillstack.com and your host and I'm here in the studio with another episode to help show you the best skills for the future to give you and give you simple actions that you can implement today to enhance those skills and this obviously will help you raise your value to yourself, to your family, your business and your community. And now that we're entering this brave new world, having a variety of the right type of skills is going to be vital, whether you are employed, self-employed or just starting out. This episode is number 44. It's called The Foundations for Success, The Nine Foundations for Success. Now, if you're driving, listening to this, unable to take notes, then you'll get the information in the show notes on your podcast app. So without any further delay, here we go. So foundations, very important. For um, without foundations, you can't actually build anything meaningful. And if you do build something with strong foundations, then you run without strong foundation, I should say, you run the risk of it all eventually falling down. And here are um, a couple of examples where stronger foundations can make a significant difference. Now, rather than go through the list of foundations first, I'll cut, I will do them after this. But here's three. Uh, examples where they can make a difference. So number one would be studying for a degree. Okay, so if um, you are studying for a degree, the chances are that um, that you run the risk of stopping, you run the risk of quitting. And there was a study by um, Canada-based psychology professors, I think it was 2010, and they found that students who register for a four-year university degree program have a 25% dropout rate before completion. And the root cause of that is lack of vision and lack of goal setting. Now, in an attempt to improve the the statistic, the study helped students through a four-month goal setting process uh, with the results showing a massive improvement in academic performance in comparison to students who didn't partake in goal setting. So that's, uh, that's one area where having a particularly strong foundation can make a massive difference. The second one is unexpected windfalls of income. Now, you might think, well, that's unlikely to happen to me. Well, actually, I I know quite a lot of people that it's happened to. Not necessarily lottery millionaires, but people who have done well in business, they've done well in property, and they suddenly find themselves with, with, you know, significant life-changing amounts of money. But if you take um, the example of the lottery winner who becomes an overnight millionaire, or even a multimillionaire, according to BBC Capital, it's a sad fact that within three to five years, lottery winners are twice as likely as ordinary people to declare bankruptcy. And with the same time frame, over 35% of them do just that. Over a longer time frame, even more fall by the wayside. So no foundations, unable to cope with a large windfall. And a third example would be starting a business. Many of you listening to this, I know because you contact me, have your own businesses or you're starting a business, you're self-employed, you're wanting to grow a business. So most of this will be directed at you, the foundations. But if you're starting a business, the statistics for new business owners are even worse than unexpected windfalls of income. According to the CBI, which is the Confederation of British Industry in the UK, 60% of businesses fail in the first three years. 
And according to Investopedia, the four most common reasons why businesses fail are lack of sufficient capital, money, poor management, inadequate business planning, and overblowing their marketing budgets, all of which either tie or directly tie into a company's vision, statement, and their goals. So, if foundations are important, why don't more people make an effort to work on them? Well, the answers I get most often, uh, I do a lot of one-to-one calls, and the answers I get most often are, I don't know what to do. Uh, Number two, I have no time to do things like this. And number three, other things take priority. Well, what that tells me is either what you're doing is not a priority in your life or you're working out with your values. Now, you might not even know what they are, or if you do, you, 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 you won't know what your particular values are, which is ironic because the first of the nine foundations is values. So what are yours? Now, you only need to do these, um, you not only need to do these to find out, uh, but you ought to be able to reel them off to anybody who asks at least, I suppose, the first, the first five. Now, values. Values are incredibly important. Now, there's a brilliant, brilliant website called drdemartini.com, and that's D-R-D-E-M-A-R-T-I-N-I.com, drdemartini.com. And he has um, a a button there and a a particular page on the site where you can go and determine your own values by asking a number of of questions, answering a number of questions. But... um, If you want your life to change, if you want your business to change, if you want things to get better, if you want, you know, your your life to get better, you need to get better. And by getting better, one of the best things you can do and one of the first steps is to look at the foundations of a business of life and work on each of those. So number one would be values. Now, if you um, do this exercise properly, Um, You can go to drdemartini.com and do the exercise there. I'm not going to ask you to do it right now. It's something you should do later on. But there are two ways of determining your values. One is on the Dr. Demartini website. Another one is to get values cards. Now, you can get values cards. You can buy them on Amazon. Um, There's a a company that does it, a UK company called hypnotc.com. That's H-I-P-N-O-T-C, as in Tango Charlie, dot com forward slash core values, and you can get cards from them. Now, when I ask people about values, uh, they say, oh, yes, yes, um, I I know my values. I'm I'm honest. uh, I respect people, etc., etc. Well, there are certain uh, values that people will rattle off, and I know right away that they haven't taken the time to do them. So examples of values would be, you know, wealth, positivity, independence, um, you know, confidence, Uh, education, strength, integrity, comfort, self-control, productivity, contentment, accomplishment, toughness, courage. These are all examples of values. But in order to find yours, an easy exercise would be to do the following uh, four things. So one would be to write down on paper or on a device what you feel is most important to you in your life. The second one would be consider... I suppose higher levels of abstraction and concepts such as health, family, wealth, freedom, happiness, learning, success, growth, travel, appearance, etc. Consider those. Number three is keep going until you run out of words or look at the concepts and you don't feel inspired by them. And number four is evaluate your list and then according to what you want to change for your life, for example, you move things around. Now, the uh, the core value cards that you get, there's a simple exercise to do. You get, it's about, uh, I think it's about 100 cards and you sort them into three piles. 
So there's, yes, that's definitely me. The middle pile is sort of, I'm not quite sure. And then the, the other pile on the left would be, it's definitely not me. And you go through an exercise and you can determine your values. But also to help you in that process, you want to consider the following. So there's six things to consider. Number one is, what do you spend most of your time doing? Number two, what could, what would, could you love doing all day without any external pressure? What would you absolutely love doing without anybody telling you or, or motivating you? Number three is, what do you fill your, uh, your space with? Your home, your car, your office? What, look around. What's, what, what is that space filled with? Number four is, what do you think about constantly? Number five, what are you most known for? And number six would be, where do results already show or not show in your life, whether you like those results to show or not? Now, don't try and trick yourself or second guess or, or by what you think you should think or you should say, don't be shooting all over yourself, um, uh, or, or what you think you want for the future. You know, if you, you might be brilliant at um, cooking at home, um, you might be, you know, brilliant at computer games, you might have 340,000 pairs of shoes, or whatever it is. I mean, whatever it is, just honour the process of what you have around you. Don't, you know, don't brush that aside. If you've got 140,000 pairs of shoes, don't put that to one side. That could be important. But just let it flow and enjoy the process. And it's, it's very important you do this at some stage. Now, I'll do a separate uh, podcast episode on values, but this is really, really worth doing. I have seen people literally transform themselves when they get this part right. So once you've done it, have a look at it, and that will represent a mirror of what you are. And then there's a process to go through um, to reinforce those values. But but for, for growing, for getting on, the foundation, number one foundation, needs to be to know what your values are. Okay, so that's values. Right, number two in the uh, nine um, foundations for success would be to uh, have a vision. So number two is vision. Have you got a clear purpose of the outcome of the purpose you want your life to serve? What legacy do you want to lead? To leave, sorry. How do you want to be remembered? Uh, what difference do you want to make? Um, you know, most people don't take the time to think these through. Now, it's true that they, they they say that people spend more time planning their annual holiday than actually planning their life. And that is very, very true to a certain extent. Certainly when I dig and I'm speaking to people and I try and prize out of them uh, what they want for their life, it can become a, a process that they wrangle with. And it should be a process that's clear. It should be something that you absolutely enjoy doing. You know, dream, have have fun with it. Because your vision is is going to be uh, the ultimate, I suppose, manifestation of your values lived with inspiration. And your vision is going to be the roadmap for your life, guiding you, uh, you know, in, in every moment through crossroads, tough choices, any setbacks that you've got, um, you will fall back on your values and that will get you through. Now, like I said, most people don't have a true vision, which most people don't feel purpose or inspiration or achievement. But when you do have those things in place, you get this amazing drive. It's like an internal magneto engine that just pushes you onwards. It's, it's truly wonderful to experience and it's truly wonderful to see in other people. So a vision uh, is, is also seen as a purpose and living a life of purpose means living life on purpose. So 
without having um, the vision, you won't have any purpose. And if a human being serves no purpose, well, they become irrelevant to evolution and the survival of the species. So the purpose of life is a life of purpose, effectively. So the second one is your vision. Now, the third um, foundation for success would be, uh, if you've got a business, is choose the most ordinary. Now, what do I mean by the most ordinary? I mean that if you want to make and you want to make and sell products and services that are never really going to go out of fashion, you know, healthcare, clothing, communication, transportation, comfort. You know, these are these are just a few. Um, do you know? I'm not meaning to say you you won't fail in any of those categories. Of course not. But and, and quite quite a lot of people do. But they won't fail if if they revolve around your vision. If they revolve around your uh, values. Now, again, Dr. Demartini gives some fantastic uh, examples of values and, and why I keep banging on about them is because when you find um, your values, then, you know, you, you'll never work a day in your life. Now, I have seen people who have gone from being in the doldrums uh, to suddenly finding a life of purpose and then suddenly, you know, they're, they're diff di completely different place where they've, where they've been, even in as much as six months or a year. To give you some um, examples of choosing the most ordinary, which is the third of these foundations, is um, I know a couple of uh, ex-military guys, and they felt that they had no direction after they left the military. They didn't know what they were going to do. And one of them, his core value was traveling and teaching and training, that sort of thing. Uh, and what he does now is he does uh, cruises where they go to the Falkland Islands and he takes people on a tour of the Falkland Islands and describes what happened during the Falklands War. He then also goes out to Singapore, does the same thing there. He goes out to the fields of France and takes teams of people, you know, all, all over the place. Absolutely loves what he's doing. His values are, are being met. He's traveling, he's teaching, he's training, he's learning all about the, you know, great battles all over the world. And he does effectively battlefield tours, makes a lot of money out of it. Dr. Demartini talks about a woman in her 40s who had um, done her values and again it was traveling and, uh, and dancing and she said, well, you know, I'm in my 40s, I'm overweight, I can't dance, go dancing anymore. But what she does now is she takes people around all the places in the world where great dances began. She takes people to Barcelona to see the flamenco. She takes people to Buenos Aires to see the tango. You know, she takes groups of people all over the world, makes a lot of money doing it. I think he quoted something like $250,000 she makes, uh, traveling the world and doing what she absolutely loves. So when you get it right, when you start um, choosing the most ordinary that fits in with your values, then suddenly, um, you know, away you go. Um, now, uh, I suppose great companies, um, if you're going to grow a business, great companies aren't um, unpredictable or whimsical. Great companies are rock solid because they focus on one thing that they do. Usually it's the vision of the, the founder of the company that gets it going. And usually it revolves around his or her values. And as long as the company sticks to that, then um, you know, then, then the company will grow. So, doing the most ordinary it doesn't mean that you have to be, you know, held back. You can innovate. You can find better ways to do things. You can find ways to feed people better, to clothe people better, to house people better, to move people better, to create wellness for people. I mean, one of the things that we are doing is homes for key workers. So, um, 
you can work in something which is we want to, to build lots of houses, we want to help as many people as we possibly can get on the housing ladder, but there's a certain section of society that requires a little bit more help. So mixing in with our core values, we want to create a, a, an ordinary business that just builds houses for people, but it goes for that particular niche. It builds homes for key workers. And we've got lots of other ideas around there. But anyway, so anyway, that's the second one um, is, uh, sorry, the third one, which is choose the most ordinary. Now, the fourth, the fourth would be constantly improve. Now, companies, people, organisations will die and wither because they choose to do the wrong things. Yes, of course, but mainly they die because they choose to remain static. Tradition isn't static. Tradition is consistent. Companies that, that stay static refuse to thrive. That, you know, they're hanging on to the past and not really creating it. Um, and, and good companies, good people are continually um, moving forward. You know, today effectively is the past tomorrow. Tomorrow is the past the day after. And great companies, great people are continuously establishing the standards for everyone else because they're committed to standards. They're committed to doing things, you know, are doing things right. You know, if you look at um, companies that failed, you know, General Motors and Kodak and all these sort of things, you know, um, had they followed their own rules, then they would have continued to be great companies if they continue to improve. You know, the General Motors would still be leading the motor industry. Kodak would still be leading the um, camera industry, but they didn't. They didn't. So it failed to improve on, or they both failed to improve on the results they delivered to their customers. And, uh, you know, that's what business is all about. Business is all about uh, results. It's all about improving, um, constantly improve your results. Okay, so foundations for success. If you're going to develop and grow a business or yourself, number five, rule number five would be listen to your customers. Now, I know everybody says this, you know, yeah, listen to the customers, you've got to get feedback, but very few people actually do it. Now, what does it mean to listen to your customers? Well, it means to watch them, to follow them, to hear what they have to say, to see what they do, to understand how they feel, how, it, how does it feel to be your customer? Know what they think about themselves when they get up in the morning, what do they feed their kids, what do they dress in, what do they go to work? In social media, that would be called your avatar, getting to know your ideal customer. And again, if you think back to some of the previous podcasts we've done about um, four ways to grow any business, the first the first item of four ways to grow any business is to increase the number of customers of the type you want to have. Now, of the type you want to have is, is the important part. It means your ideal customer, the customer that's ideal for you. So don't be thinking that, well, I've got to listen to customers, I've got to listen to everybody. No, you have to listen to your core customers. You have to listen to your avatar. They're the ones that you um, have to listen to. So what do they do when they're finished at work? You know, what do they do um, when they come home? What does their home look like? Is it clean? Is it organised? How is it furnished? What do they do um, at night? Do they watch TV? Do they go on webinars? Do they read books? do they have children how old are the children what are they doing all day do they go to school are they good students do they have problems at school and so on. listen to your customers know what they are what they do what they prefer to do pay attention to the the customer um, and try and get to know them better than you know yourself and then that will really start to filter through to tie in with all the other things that you're doing in business okay
So foundations for success, number nine, foundations for success. Uh, number six would be um, respond to what you hear, see and feel. So just listening to the customer, just seeing them, feeling them, following them, pay attention could be a waste of time and money if you're not building your responses into the nuts and bolts of the business that you're doing. So the nuts and bolts of your company are, I suppose, conceived, designed, constructed and conveyed in the framework of your company, in the culture of your company and in the deliverables of what it is that you do. Um, and there has to be a mechanism in place, I suppose, for this to occur on a daily uh, and systematic basis. Now, there has to be a system. So, again, four ways to grow any business uh, is to increase the number of customers of the type you want to have, which we've already discussed. And the next one would be to increase the effectiveness of each process in your business. So you have to increase the effectiveness by doing things that little bit better. So if you're online, can you make the payment portal any better? Can you make it any quicker? Can you um, have the delivery system up and running better? I mean, look at the way Amazon do things. You know, they're, they're phenomenal. Um, you're not, you're, you're not going to be an Amazon, but you could quite easily, you could quite easily be um, a company that uh, works with Amazon and lets them do all, all the, you know, all the work. So respond to what you hear, see, and feel, and then try and improve on it. Okay. Rule number seven uh, of nine would be to set the highest standards available that you can. Now, when we speak of um, growing your business, growing and developing yourself, we want to, um, we want, you know, there's no point in doing anything unless you're going to be the best that you possibly can. So by being the best you can means setting the highest standards. You want to be in a position to say, well, actually, I don't think there's anyone better at doing what I'm doing. Now, if there is, then you need to be striving towards that. You need to be working towards being better than anyone else that's doing what you're doing. You need to be much better than um, than the competition. And uh, that doesn't mean that you, you know you copy anyone. Um, you want them to be effectively copying you. If you look at companies like, um, I mean, I'll use McDonald's as an example because most people know McDonald's are like. Um, you know, they're constantly striving to set the highest standards. They're constantly moving. They're constantly changing things. They have fantastic systems in place. They know exactly who their customer is. They know how to make you come back. They know how to make you spend more. They, you know, they constantly, constantly improve all these things. And despite what you might think, yes, they're setting the highest standards. And there are lots of companies that are like that. I mean, if you look at even supermarket brands in the UK, there's a variety of differences between them. But in their own area, they're each really, really good at what they do. So set the highest standards available that you can. Okay, number eight then of nine would be um, to write your story. Write the most exquisite story that you can. That's your reason why. So you or your company's story uh, must be exquisite you know you've got to be deep it's got to be deeply felt surely told it must be a story that that you believe that all your people believe um, you know your company is not the product of the story your story is a product of the company so what is your story spend time on finding out what your story is now you know most companies that, that have started started out with the the values of the founder they have a vision and then that 
company is driven then by the vision and values, but also it rotates and revolves around a story. There's always a story. If you look back at, you know, Elon Musk, if you look back at uh, Richard Branson, if you look back at any great company, you can look in their autobiographies and you will see their story. And it's the stories generally that inspire people. Steve Jobs at Apple, for example, you know, most people know his story. Uh, Bill Gates, most people know his story. So how does a normal human being achieve that? Or how does he or she even begin to achieve growing something like that? Well, the answer is, I suppose that you have to imagine, imagine that you can achieve it. And I suppose what compels people and drives them on, there's, there's always something within the story. So I would say to you to take time and write down your story. Now, I do have a template for that. If you're listening to this and you want the template, then uh, contact me. You can email me, uh, give all the details at the end, and I can send on that template and you can have it. And then number nine would be to live your story. So the nine foundations for success, number nine would be to live your story. Now, your story will, uh, the story that you've told and you've written down will come to nothing if it's not fully lived. It must be lived by you, by your company, by anybody that works for you. And, and from the moment your story is told, it should be documented. And once documented, all of the pieces of the story must be exemplified in action. Every part of every action of your company. And you must live the story and take place in the story. And each part, each character must be participated, not only in the story, but in the life of your company and in the world. And we need to do a complete episode on how to create this story. But it is, I suppose, when you pull all these things together, that's when the, the, the business, when you really start to develop. So the nine foundations for success, then I'll rattle off the list again, would be uh, number one, values. Number two, vision. Number three is... Um, choose the most ordinary so you don't have to be fantastic innovative thinker you can pick something ordinary that fits in with your values and vision and go for it there and you have a much better chance of success number four is constantly improve number five is listen to your customers number six is respond to what you hear see and feel from your customers uh, number seven set the highest standards available Number eight is write the exquisite story, write your reason why. And then number nine would be to live your story. Okay, so that is it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you like this podcast, please feel free, free to leave a review. Share with anybody who might benefit from listening. And reviews are good for getting this out to more and more people because then the listenership will obviously rise. Okay, so you'll get more information in the show notes that accompany all this. You can join us on Facebook, Twitter at The Skill Stack, or you can email us directly, info at theskillstack.com. And if you want to uh, discover the power of accelerated personal growth, you can't yet, you cannot sign up to the Mindset Training Strategy Modules at theskillstack.com because applications are now closed for this intake, but they will be opening again in a few months' time. Okay, once again, thank you for listening. I hope to talk to you in the next episode. And remember, the greatest investment you'll ever make is investing in yourself. I've been Ray McLennan. This has been the Skillstack Podcast. Thank you once again for listening and goodbye. Yeah.